Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Beyond a few pockets of interestingness, video podcasting never really became a thing and audio reigned supreme. But all of that could change in the 20s. And it's the pandemic's fault. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Without going into the full history of things, trust me when I say that podcasting and video were never a perfect fit. It's been tried and failed, mostly, for years. Originally out of the box, Apple, via iTunes, allowed video podcasting, and there was an entire video podcasting section. But it kind of died pretty early, back in the aughts, if you will. And it stayed as the world of audio. But of course, audio, and by that I mean radio, pre-podcasting, has also flirted around with video aspects. And for some big stars, you know the names, Imus, Stern, Platt, these big stars, these big radio stars, have had their own video channels as well. And you can watch them as they record, put out a show. A lot of people like watching those shows. Those show numbers, from what I understand, are much smaller in video than in audio, but nonetheless, they still put out a video program as well. Some of the OG podcasters, I count myself in this list, but some of my OG podcaster friends have been doing video, live video recording of their shows for years. Hi, Todd Cochran, for example, and lots of others. So we're no stranger to it. We use software when we're doing remote connections with interviewees that oftentimes allows us to see video. So we podcasters have dabbled in video for the longest time, but it's never really caught on unless we're making content specifically for video consumers. If we're doing it just for video consumers, and that means posting it to YouTube most of the time, it works fairly well if we've done something specific. If we've made something for that video audience, it has done okay. I won't say it's done great. I've talked previously about the 90-10 rule that says if you just have talking head video, 90% of your audience will stop listening before 10% of the video has been consumed. You can check your own numbers if you put out videos to see if that holds true for you as well. But then also we have seen the rise of things like Twitch and live video for places like LinkedIn, for example, Instagram, Periscope and Twitter integrations. We're seeing these live video things everywhere, YouTube Live. 
And a lot of podcasters have been dabbling with these made-for-live-video places because, well, they have the good equipment to make themselves sound really good. And some of them, I won't say some of us because I certainly haven't done it, have spent time and energy to make sure that what's behind us, the studio we're shooting from, actually looks kind of good. So we, we've been dabbling in those environments, but those environments are different. Quite often, the content that podcasters put on video platforms, live video platforms, is quite different than the podcasted audio that they put out on a regular basis. That's the way things were. But then the pandemic hit, and everything was kind of turned over. But part of the thing with the pandemic is those of us who are fortunate enough to have jobs where we work from home suddenly found themselves on live video quite a lot. And the live video platforms, either serendipitously or opportunistically, one of the two, started doing cool things like virtual backgrounds. So that instead of just, you know, your cluttered kitchen where you're shooting in from, now you can make it look like you're anywhere. And those were fun. People were dabbling. Weirdly enough, we had conversations developing all over the Internet about who, which celebrity, which news anchor, which whomever it is who are also doing these live things from home. Who has the best background? <laughs> and I'm assuming there are probably design firms out there, interior design firms out there now who build custom sets for your home recording environment. Of course, that's happening. I haven't looked, but I can promise you that probably already exists. So the difference now is that the pump has been primed, if you will. And you might have heard the news from a few weeks ago that Spotify, who has been making some pretty serious forays into podcasting and being none too shy about their attempts to change the landscape in their favor, Spotify, for a select group of their original Spotify only shows, podcasts specifically, are now releasing video versions of those podcast episodes. And I hesitate to call it a video version of the podcast episode because that's not really what it is. It's really the same thing. It's the same content, whether you watch it or you listen to it you get the same experience. More to the point, if you start watching on Spotify, but then you go to your car in the event that you have somewhere to go in your car in this pandemic world we live in, and it switches to the car's radio system, the, you know, the car in-car entertainment playing, it will switch to just giving you the audio. And here's the cool part. When you then get to your location and switch back to Watching it on your video, it switches to video form. Not the same thing as going to YouTube and watching a video and just listening to the audio. That's, that's a different thing together. These are actually, from what I gather, two different files, but are somehow talking and working with each other so that they stay in sync, so that the experience for you, whether you are eyes forward, assuming you have working eyes and can see, that's the right experience for you, but when it goes to an audio format, when you, cannot, when you can no longer watch, it seamlessly switches to the audio and keeps its place. It's synced up the whole time. That's new. 
And that's cool because it's all built into the same app. So this is something new that we haven't seen before. And I'm not sure how far Spotify is going to go with this because it's still going to be not super easy to make compelling audio and compelling video at the same time. It's hard, although we're getting better at it. I know many of my podcasting friends who are now doing a regular occurring live video show once or twice a week where they're using new software and hardware, which has gotten cheaper and easier to handle the video component so that it's not just a static video of talking heads. They usually have two, sometimes three different cameras with different angles set up of them in the recording environments. With software like Wirecast or like OBS that allows relatively seamless switching in between the two without having to hire someone to run a switcher board. We're dabbling in this space. And it, who knows, this may be the thing that allows video podcasts to come back from the dead finally. I don't know. It might. So if so, definitely want to clean up your studio slash recording space. I have some new things on order. Should be here at the end of the week. So next week's videos, because yeah, there's a video version of this too. Might be more interesting. Definitely get the software I mentioned, start playing around with it. If you need to go buy hardware, hardware's kind of at a premium right now. So look quickly. But most importantly, stay focused on the audio quality. Please stay focused on the audio quality. Do not let the audio quality go down. Please, please, please. And make sure the video is compelling. Two more things real quick, and then I'm out of here. Uh, as you already know, but I'll say it again, buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. Membership has its privileges I'm doing nice thing for members over there. So become a member at buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra at any level, and you'll get some special perks. And if you found this episode compelling, I really would appreciate it if you would share it with one podcaster you know. Send them an email, send them a text, record them a video. No, don't do that. Uh, but just send them this and say, hey, you should listen to podcast pontifications. I would appreciate it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. 
To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.